You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome in to another episode of a Torah Podcast. My name is Wes. Howdy, folks. It's your boy, Kevin. And we're here tonight to discuss another director in our director series. Uh, we've covered a lot so far. Um, a lot of diverse, a lot of, you know, uh, older directors, a lot of newer directors. Tonight, we're going to do, I almost call him a fan favorite because he really is one of those that is so, he's into so much stuff. And the movies he does direct or produce or write are very popular within the horror community and just throughout the world. So uh, tonight we're going to talk, be, be talking about Sam Raimi. Um, that guy is just everywhere, dude. Uh, tell us tell us your, your initial thoughts on him, man. I mean, I've always really been into him, obviously knowing his kind of roots, where he started, Evil Dead and all that. We'll talk about his history in a minute. but And he's kind of been one that has transcended time. Uh, you know, when you think of him, you think of his older movies, and he's still doing stuff now. So he's not an older director. He's not a newer director. He's just kind of transcends the two eras pretty, pretty well. I mean, he's still knocking it out of the park. He's about, he's set to direct a goddamn Marvel movie coming up. So yeah, yeah. Props to him. I'm, I'm stoked for him. He's definitely a heavy hitter, man. He's, he's not hurting for cash anytime soon. No, he's not. He's one of those that just, he's pumping them out and his, his mind, I love the way his mind thinks too. I've listened to some interviews with him in the past uh, week or so. And it just, his mindset is just so, like it's not about the money; it's it's all about the movie. It's all about getting his point across and getting his vision across, and that's that's what directing is all about. And I think directors nowadays take that for granted, and they go, "Oh, we'll just put something else that everyone's going to like and everyone's going to you know get on board with." Man, fuck that! You you know, do something that you're passionate about, get it out there, and if we love it, we love it; we hate it, we hate it. But at least you did something that you're going to stand behind. So totally, yeah, I'm all about that shit, dude. Um, and, uh, and especially with the, the state of the world right now, you know, it, we need people to stand up for what they believe in. And this is a, that's a very simple point, but it, it transcends everything. Dude. You, you can't let someone, you know, pressure you to do something you don't want to do. And, and uh, you know, I've given props, like I said, because he just goes all over the spectrum with everything. So just amazing. So, yeah, most definitely. Hell yeah. Well, um, I think that's. I'm trying to think what we're doing next. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's been a while since we've done this, guys. Honestly, like it's, it, the way we, we've kind of done this season, it's just it's kind of strange the way we kind of like line things up. And uh, you know, it's sometimes with being old and you know, kind of senile. Sometimes it kind of you know doesn't help to really forget things because getting a back just sucks. <laughs> I think I think what you're looking for is the uh, backstory. Oh yes, there we go. Yeah, Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. See, if I would do without you, man, I'd, I'd be lost. I'd be lost without you, baby. <laughs> well, you know, everyone serves a purpose, I suppose. <laughs> you, serve, you serve a very big purpose in my life because you definitely keep me on my toes and you keep my bed warm. So, oh, always, definitely. Well, all right, let's hear a little bit about Sam Raimi and uh, let's 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 get into it right now. Samuel Ramey, born uh, October 23rd, 1959 in Royal Oak, Michigan. His family came from Germany, hailed from Germany, if you will. Their original last name was Rheingewurz. Excuse me if that's wrong. 
but uh, his ancestors got that changed to Raimi. Uh, what is that at, at Ellis Island? Whenever the ancestors come over in beautiful New York. Um, let's see. Uh, he actually met Bruce Campbell. Now, whenever you think of Sam Raimi, you always kind of associate him with Bruce Campbell. Obviously, the again mega star actor who portrayed Ash and all the Evil Dead's and everything that Bruce Campbell's done. Maybe we could probably have an episode just on him. But uh, oh, yeah. they met together in 1975, where they both attended Groves High School together in Franklin, Michigan. And they actually lived together for a bit with a couple of other actors. Um, I actually was looking around and it was highly disputed who they lived with. So I didn't want to mention names or anything, but they did definitely live together. Uh, Sam Raimi is married to a woman named Jillian Green. They got married in 1993. They have five children. Mm. And uh, speaking of the family route, he his older brother Ivan and his younger son, younger son, Jesus, <laughs> His younger brother, Ted, um, are always kind of right around where he is in terms of his films. They help out, they produce, they act in some. Um, I know a lot of people are very kind of familiar with Ted Raimi. He's he's a character for sure. Um, Sam Raimi attended Michigan State where he majored in English, but he left after three semesters to film The Evil Dead, which was released in 1981. Now, I'm not exactly sure when they filmed it, but it was released in 1981. To date... Sam Raimi has directed 15 short films. He has directed 15 full-length films. He has 38 writer credits and 32 acting credits, which I was very surprised. I don't remember seeing him in a lot, but I mean, obviously, you know, I think it's one of those instances where he's kind of like just obviously not the star. You know, he's always kind of in the background or whatever. I, I'm just imagining him in Intruder. That's just an yes. instance. But, but yeah, man, but, he's yeah. definitely got his footprint down. He's got... He's he's in a lot of movies I didn't know he was in. He's produced a lot of movies I had no idea he produced. Um, so yeah, I mean, do you have any opinion about any of that before I go on to his filmography? I mean, it sounds like it has a very cool life. I mean, and I love the fact that he like left college to go like film one of the greatest horror films of all time, which is fucking amazing. So yeah, that's that's badass. Oh yeah, and that's honestly really really sketchy. If you met, you know, because that's the thing your parents don't want you to do. They want you to take the safe mm-hmm. route. That's 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 make it or break it baby like it doesn't get more kind of intense than that when it comes down to it but uh yeah so let's break down his 15 director credits real quick uh just to kind of give you guys a refresher of the films that he's done directed of course there's also a slew that he's produced and written but that would take forever so i'm just going to mention the ones he directed obviously his debut from 1981 the evil dead released a comedy which i had never heard of in 1985 called crime wave you heard of that one I have not. Okay. Uh, 1987, <laughs> Evil Dead 2. 1990, Darkman. 1992, Army of Darkness. 1995, a film called The Quick and the Dead. Another one I have not seen, actually. I love that one, actually. Is that like a horror or is that like action? No, uh, Western. 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 Oh, yep. interesting. Okay. Yep. Uh, 1998, A Simple Plan. 1999, For the Love of the Game. I think that's like a sports movie. I haven't seen that one either. Yes. Okay. Is. Uh, 2000, The Gift, 2002, Spider-Man, 2004, Spider-Man 2, 2007, Spider-Man 3, directed that trilogy, 2009, Came Drag Me to Hell, then 2013, he released Oz the Great and Powerful, which I, I was very surprised he directed that one. Yeah, me too. Which I, I like that movie a lot. It's not yeah. everyone's cup of tea, but uh, it's pretty to look at. No, I like it, yeah. No, I like you, so... Mm. <laughs> and then obviously he's in talks <laughs> to direct the newest 
not the newest, one of the newest Marvel entries, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Now, this is in pre-production, so they haven't really kind of started on it necessarily yet. Um, didn't get into the hot and heavy of it, so we'll see how that goes. Um, he's got his fingers in a couple future horror projects, but honestly, not that much. I was kind of surprised to see, which is kind of a bummer, but I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's so diverse. Like he does like everything. So yeah, I'm with you. I kind of wish he'd do more horror stuff. But at the same point, everything he directs, honestly, is is not bad. Like it's actually really good. Even if you don't like the genre or the type of movie, you know, it's still it's a well made film. So he's he can't miss, honestly. No, oh, no, not at all. You know, so that's that's awesome. But uh, yeah, I can't believe he had that many actor credits too. That's crazy. That's I didn't even know that. So I know that's what I was really surprised about too. Mr. Ramey uh, definitely has impacted us because, you know, obviously we're covering him on the podcast. So, but at the same point, you know, there's one film that, you know, everyone has to go, eh, he didn't really do good on. It's kind of smells a little weird, kind of smells like it should be in the toilet and we just need to flush it, you know? So uh, let's just get into the shit pig because I'm kind of anxious to find out what you have here because I guess it's like I just said, all of his films are pretty much really well made. So I'm anxious to see what you chose for this. So uh, let's get into it right now. Hey, kids, it's time for Kevin's Shit Pick of the Week. So I had a really tough time trying to figure out uh, my least favorite film of Sam Raimi. Just because I knew any film that I mentioned, I'd feel like I'd get shit for. Mm. But, you know, just a little reminder, if you don't agree, uh, start your own podcast. You know, (laughs) (laughs) leave me the fuck alone. Uh... So I, I there's a couple of films I wanted to put. Let me talk about the films I wanted to put first. Um, okay. I guess Sam Raimi helped produce the newest Grudge movie. Yeah, I heard but about that. I have not seen that. So that would have been an easy out to put that in there and just pretend like I had seen it because I know that one's not very liked. But your boy hasn't seen it, and I ain't, I ain't about to start lying. Not yet. We've been doing this about a year and a half, and... I see, I did, oh, I, see, I did that, and I got a lot of shit for it. So, yeah, don't do that. Don't well, no, that, that was only with Dracula, wasn't it? No, it was with Trick or Treat. Oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah, okay. No. Okay. And if you, don't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to our uh, anthologies uh, episode. It was, what, season one? Yeah. yeah. You'll, it, it doesn't come – actually, you have to follow, like, the next couple of episodes, I think, to, like, follow that saga throughout the whole entire thing. But it's heavy, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> little throwback um so yeah i I would like to put that here but i just can't so i'm gonna have to go with another movie i kind of feel like i know what yours would be Mm -hmm. mine is army of darkness what yes yep holy shit now i know this one will ruffle a lot of feathers now i'm not i'm not the biggest fan oh wow dude you're killing me right now it's just when i when when you think of it this way, I I don't really like the setting. I know that sounds really like tepid and kind of shallow, but like the middle me- medieval thing, it just doesn't like really mix with horror and slapstick comedy. It's a lot of weird combinations he tried to do in this one. Um, Evil Dead Two obviously brought on kind of the super slapstick and Three Stooges esque humor, but Army of Darkness I felt was just right there along with it. Uh, there's there's claymation skeletons, which I'm actually. I don't hate, you know, I'm a fan of Ray Harryhausen from the, from the sixties. So, you know, I appreciate that type of art form, 
But um, I, it's just this. Every time I put this one on, man, I just I don't like it. I'm just not having a good time. It's kind of like I was going to compare it to Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, just oh because it God. it doesn't feel anything like the like what those films are. Which obviously it's called Army of Darkness. It's not called Evil Dead Three. You know, so I shouldn't really make oh, that comparison. Actually, actually, it's called. If you want to continue, it's called Ash versus Army of Darkness. Is what it's actually called. If you want, if you look at the the, the title card or whatever, really, it's actually called. Yeah, so it's actually called. Well, I'll be, but, but yeah. yeah. Well, so technically, it is supposed to be in the same universe. So yes, mm-hmm. that helps my cause and that helps my fight to say that I don't like it. That it's <laughs> too dissimilar from the other ones. Uh, Oh man! I'm yeah. gonna pull out the whips, whips and chains on you, man. Seriously, <laughs> well, it won't be the first I, time. Oh boy, yeah. I mean, but this time we be a little more angry with it. Though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good. I was. Oh yeah, I I, I do kind of want to talk about the Evil Dead franchise, but obviously we've got plenty of time to do that. Um, we still have our top fives ahead. I don't know Wes's list. He doesn't know mine. It's, makes it a little fun. Puts a little spice in the chili. A little habanero seasoning in the chili. So. Yeah, man. I love, it. I love when you say that. <laughs> I do. I look forward to every time. I'm like, oh, my, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Yay. Oh, he's going to talk about the chili again. <laughs> oh, man, dude. That's, okay, you've definitely started this podcast off with a bang. So, guys, remember, don't ever forget this. This is the most important thing in the entire – if you don't listen to anything else, listen to this right here. All hate mail goes to Kevin at <laughs> – I always take it, too. It's all right. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, I'm going to work it out on his ass tonight, so don't worry about it. But anyone else wants to get in on this, I mean, just lay it on him. Slide in his DMs and give him some shit for that. But anyway, let's just move on. Uh, I'm just going to I'm gonna flush that damn thing right now. Yeah, there we go. Get that, that, get that out of here. Get that, because that was just a weird, weird mm, – okay, anyway. Um, wow, I – Dude, you floored me, man. I, I mean, know. I feel like you thought that I was going to go with where you would have gone, and I don't know if you yeah. kind of want to talk about the film you would have had or not. I mean, I kind of do and I kind of don't because, like, it may show up on my, on my list. You never know, so I don't want to ruin it. But let's just say if you know me really well, you probably know which one was going to land there if I had done my shit pick. But let's just keep going because, like I said, I don't want to get too caught up in, you know, bad Sam Raimi movies. Let's get into the good shit. So <laughs> alright, brother. Let's uh here goes number five. Let's let's see what we got. Number five. You did something in the woods do this to you? No, it was the woods themselves. <laughs> They're alive. Call me Darkman. You know who I am. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. The worst thing, the worst crime I think that filmmakers can make is uh to make a boring picture. If it's boring, then it's all over. Oh, I love it. He says what I always say. What do I always say? There's only one worse thing than a bad movie, and that's a boring movie. Exactly. And that's when I heard that, I go, that I got to put that in there. That's exactly what Kevin says. So, perfect. Yeah, very happy about that. So, Masterful work again, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And for anyone right. listening, uh, just real quick, I, I don't hear those until we film the episode so yeah, it's all awesome. yes yeah. so whatever whenever you guys hear that number five for the first time it's the first time i'm hearing it too i love that too because like i said we, before i guess we did it like we would actually kind of do it during the podcast wasn't it or no no it was almost it was after the fact yeah and i want to tell you what it was going to be so yeah i decided let's just make it a little, a little more exciting and add a few more you know spices to the chili so <laughs> that chili is <laughs> hot as fuck right now man i know dude i love it <laughs> i fucking love it all right Number five, baby. Let's see what you got. I'm kind of anxious to see what you got here. 
Drag Me to Hell. Okay, all right. Now, okay. this one, prior to a rewatch, would have been much higher up on my list. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I do enjoy this one. It's in a, it's in my top five. But mm. every time I watch this movie, man, it, it, it gets knocked down a peg. And, and let me tell you why. It's because first watching this movie, I don't know if it was kind of immature humor that I, I liked a lot. But mm. every time I rewatch this movie, it's like the only time anything is happening in this movie is it is so over the top. Now, obviously, oh, no. <laughs> you know, Sam Raimi is definitely known for that just that over the top gore whatever but like the only time anything happens in this movie is with that old lady and she's just like slobbering on the girl no. or she's Ugh. she's just doing sucking something. on her yeah she's sucking on her jaw you know <laughs> yeah she's just doing something gross and that was like kind of like the only time of kind of excitement or fun i had with this upon a rewatch and and I don't know, that kind of bummed me out because I always looked at that movie and was like, oh, hell yeah, I love that movie. And the rewatching it now, I was like, damn. Like, you know, some of those movies just fall out of favor personally with you. Now, I do see the love for this film. I love the ending. I think it's fucking brilliant. I love when films don't take the easy way out because those are the movies that stick yeah. with you. You know, when I think mm -hmm. of horror endings, I think of The Mist. I think of this one. I think of, you know, the ones that maybe don't end too favorably. Um, I wanna, oh, I want to mention Justin Long. That's your oh, boy. God. I fucking love him, dude. Yeah, so I I always love seeing him and stuff, man. I don't I don't think I've seen something of his that I've disliked. Um, exactly. obviously we know your favorite film from him of all time is what, what is it? Go ahead and let him know. Tusk, baby. Yes. Tusk, fucking Mister Tusk. If you haven't seen Tusk, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go watch it right now. If you have so, I'm sorry, I digress. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I I just love the kind of. He's going back into horror, man. I mean, this is 2009, so this is 11 years ago, so it's kind of obsolete at this point. But, I mean, he kind of started that off with his career, you know? He did Jeepers Creepers back in the day, and then and then kind of Tusk more recently. And it's I just, he's just extremely one of those likable guys, you know? And like I mentioned, I don't think I've seen something of his that I've disliked. Um, it was like Jeepers Creepers 3 that just came out a couple years ago. If he was in that, I probably would have liked it. Yeah, me too. I agree with you fully. No, fully. that that's actually an extreme joke. That movie is one of the worst movies I've no, ever seen, and I do not I, think that he could fucking redeem that I, piece of shit. Honestly, I would have I would have watched it for him. Like, I mean, I might not have loved it, but I would have liked it. Have you seen way. the third one? I have. It's very, it's painful. Oh god, my it's god, painful. brutal! It's just it, it's 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 money. It was throwing some money at something to get more money back, and it just didn't work out. So yeah, fuck that shit. Awful, mm -hmm. disgusting. You know, oh oh oh. Let's let's uh let's give it this. Hold on a second. Let me, oh man, I don't think I have the right one, but oh well, let's give it that anyway. Hey, there you go. I thought I had my my vomit noise. Oh dang! Damn, I'll add that later on. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anything else you want to add to your uh, old drag me to hell? Um, I'm sure. I think, man, I love the lead actress. She's she's very likable. She's very lovable. Um, it's just this one is just. The, the down times are really down in this movie, and then the kind of when things are happening, it's just revolved around the old lady being gross. Yeah. But I, I mean, okay, well, never mind. I won't say anything. But yeah, okay. okay. Ooh, someone's going to be talking I, more I, about it. <laughs> just stay up, baby. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, like I said, it's it's one of those films. Well, fuck it. Never mind. I'll just shut up. Um, <laughs> let's just, let's just moving, move on here to number, my number five. Uh, my number five, okay, in. Before I say anything about any of my top five, let me just say that I love all of these movies in my top five. I really do. It was really hard getting these in the right order. So it's 
eh, it just is what it is. And I know I'll give you a lot of shit for your shit pick, but I'm going to have to put Army of Darkness in number five. Um, it's, I love the film. I really do. I, re- I fucking love it. There's just other films that I love better. And that's not saying that I don't think it's great because I really think it's great. But it's just, it, like I said, other things are just better. Um, I think the medieval thing works fantastic because it takes this character that's, you know, so like, you know, 80s and so like, you know, just Mr. Badass and puts him in a world where he doesn't matter, you know, like he just doesn't matter. And then he's weird and stupid and let's just kill him real fast. Throw him in this, you know, throw him in the pit with this fucking, you know, she bitch and let her just finish his ass off. The she bitch. I, fucking, I love, I love that part so much. Um, this, this is the zaniness that I want out of a Sam Raimi evil dead film. Uh, I won't talk about any other ones at the moment. I'll just talk about this one, but it's like, it, it, it puts you in a hold of the universe to have fun with this character that you love. And it's, it's almost like taking, you know, it's almost like doing like a crossover film between two characters or, or putting another character in another film from like a superhero, you know, universe or whatever. But, uh, he, you know, he stands out. He's like this guy that he doesn't have a fucking clue, but everyone looks to him because he like, you know, has this boomstick and he's ready to fuck up some people, you know? So, um, I don't know. I just, I love the way that it, the movie kind of progresses, you know, kind of goes, from he starts off in the cabin, of course, and then kind of gets sucked into this wormhole and he's trying to get back. And there's like a little love story, but it's the, the, the Ash version of a love story. You know, it's like, hey, baby, you know, kiss me deeply. Let me go fucking kill some people, you know, <laughs> which is I just love that. But um, I don't know. Like I said, the claymation is hilarious. You know, like the little, little ashes, you know, when he gets uh, stuck in the, the little cabin and that little, little ash men come out, you know, I, just, just, <laughs> I did like that I part. I fucking love that shit, man. It's it's so wacky, and I don't know, just like the end part, you know, scene where the, uh, you know, they have the big battle at the castle. Kind of reminds me of Lord of the Rings, but like in a zany kind of weird ass way. And I'm a huge fan of Lord of the Rings, so that was just I love that part so much. Um, it is crazy. It's so outlandish that you're like, this is far as far from realistic as you can get. But you know, then again, it's Sam Raimi, and he does that with a lot of his films. He likes to drag me to hell. That's that movie is so like just crazy. It's just I, I just fucking love it. I mean, it's just it's Army of Darkness, dude. Um, <laughs> of course, Bruce Campbell. I mean, fucking Bruce Campbell. I just love that guy to death. Uh, have you seen him lately? Yeah, dude, chance? he's daddy as fuck right now. Dude, he is. Ah, oh, you can be my daddy any day. Shit. I mean, <laughs> but Bruce, Bruce, you're listening, buddy. I mean, I'm I'm game. But we'll, we'll rub each other's beards, and you know, it'd be, it'd be fantastic. So. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Kev. I don't mean to be that blatant in front of you, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I really think that at this point, a lot of our listeners would be really surprised to learn that we're both straight. Oh, dude! Someone asked me the other day. He's asked me if, if you were my boyfriend. Seriously, I, straight up, straight up, dude. And I said, I said, I said, why do you, why do you, why do you ask that? And they go, Well, it's just the way you talk about him. I'm like, What? What's it mean? Come on, you can have a man line. <laughs> I mean, on, I wouldn't man. Say I'm surprised if they were listening to the podcast or whatever. Like, true. But, uh, I mean, and, who, and who's to say that he's not right? I mean, <laughs> Mr. Slaughter, guys. I mean, be, be, I'll be in, I'll fight you today. Come on, bring it on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, back, back to this. Um, like I just put my, put my notes, I put is, is zany, wacky fun that takes you on a path of a great story and some very memorable characters. And that just sums that movie up perfectly for me. So let's just leave it at that because I know that you should pick that shit. So. It is what it is, brother. Oh, you hate to um, see it. I know, I know. But I, honestly, I want to know what you guys think about Army of Darkness. Since he, we're so opposite on this, 
I want to know what you guys think. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you, you kind of fall in the middle of the road? You're kind of like, eh, it's all right. Let us know what you think. Slide into our DMs or, you know, post a picture and tag us or whatever. I want, I want to hear your thoughts. So uh, let us know. Yes. Hell yeah. Well, number four, baby. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. They'll do it. Number four. You did something in the woods do this to you? No, it was the woods themselves. <laughs> They're alive. Call me Dark Man. You know who I am. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. The worst thing, the worst crime I think that filmmakers can make is uh, to make a boring picture. If it's, if it's boring, then it's all over. Man, I feel like I'm just ruffling feathers left and right today because uh, oh, I've got the OG Evil Dead. Oh, yep. Holy yep. fuck. You hate to see it. Now this, okay, so let's kind of oh, go about the wow. history about Wes and I with this film. You yes. hated it for a long time. I did, but it wasn't it wasn't directly. It was it was it was my own fuck up. Y- yes, and okay. then you re and then you gave it a rewatch, and then you kind of learned to really enjoy it. Well, I getting into horror, you kind of look at these older kind of super cheap indie movies, and then it just doesn't kind of really look that interesting. So I held off for a long time, maybe until honestly, maybe about a decade ago. And then I, I watched it and I was like, oh shit, this is pretty good. And then every time I watch it, I like it more and more. Now, I I still don't love it. It's not one of my favorites, I would say. I do think it's extremely important to the genre. I, I, I will never, ever second guess anybody who says they enjoy it. I totally understand. Um, but yeah, I just, in terms of the first three films I have on this list, I would rather watch those than this one. I think is what it comes down to. It comes down to like ultimate enjoyment um but don't get me wrong man there's a lot about this film that's very redeemable obviously it's bruce campbell's debut um i mean they did a short like film of this almost called within the woods in 1978 and i don't i don't i've never seen it but i've only heard of it so i I don't know if that was kind of the prequel to this like kind of a short film to sell it to a studio in order to kind of fund a full length but um the cinematography in this is game-changing the way that kind of I wish I knew the cinematographer of this film, but the way that Sam Raimi kind of directs the camera and all the insane like kind of charging shots they do. I don't know what those are necessarily called, but like going through items, going like barreling past stuff, like running through the forest. It's really something to watch. And it's very unique, you know, especially with an indie film, a film with not a lot of budget. You wouldn't imagine them to be able to get those kind of shots, but they fucking got them. They, they definitely got them. Uh, this movie's creepy as hell, too, man. It is, you know, it, it's it's super serious. I mean, there's moments of kind of tension-breaking, you know, humor here and there. But, like, obviously compared to the second one, which I feel like a lot of people will kind of confuse with. Because the first one's a lot more serious, and then the second one is just kind of very hokey. But, yeah, I, I, I love the... Well, I, I kind of don't want to give away my list, but, like... Okay, I'll scrap that idea because that would give away my list. But yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just the gore in this is is. I mean, it's nineteen eighty one. Um, yeah. You Still know, the top. Man. Yeah, a lot of the colors are kind of off. Uh, like the demons, I guess what you'll call them. Like I don't know. They just you can see where the makeup is kind of rubbing off, and and 
that is such not a deterrent because this movie was made on such a shoestring budget. Like, I feel like an asshole even mentioning it, but, you know, it's just from from no. the Virgin Eye watching it now, it's just yeah. my, my, you know, my honest opinion. I... I have so I have just a few qualms with it, but I mean, I I like it. I enjoy it. You know, if someone has it on, great party. But it's it. I would never kind of choose this over the other films I have on my list. I'll say. Yeah, you got about say. I thought you were about to say something like, "No, don't say that." <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't. Um, a very okay. Very interesting thoughts. Um, I agree with all of those things except for the fact of being so low on your list i mean mm-hmm. is uh, we'll talk about that later on i don't want to get too much into that now so we'll just leave that for a, a later discussion yeah i'm excited um, to see where you got it yeah I, th- I i think i know you're number one i think well we'll see we'll see yeah, we'll i don't see. really know for sure all right so my number four film is your number five film drag me to hell Ooh. um Again, I love this film. I really do. I, it's, it's funny. I keep saying that about these films, but I just I love it. I, it's, it's so much fun to watch. Um, the Evil Dead vibe is so heavy in this film. It's just the entire thing. Like I keep thinking like I'm watching an updated version of The Evil Dead, honestly, is what I'm looking at. Um, it's the way that it's shot, the way the camera angles are. You know, Like I said, the, you know, the camera barreling through things and uh, just the redirection of everything. There's a lot of redirects in this film that are just so perfectly done. Um I was talking to someone the other day about, you know, things that I hate about horror films and current horror films is the fact of like unnecessary jump scares or bad or, you know, badly done jump scares. And this one has a lot of the of good ones in it, actually. Like it really, they, they catch you so off guard. It's, it's not like it's you know not needed, but it's a redirect. Like you, you think you see something coming and then you don't, but you do. It's like, it's, I don't know. I can't really explain it very well. You have to just watch the film. You'll see what I'm talking about. But uh, if you haven't seen it before, of course, but I just really love the way they do that. And, like the, the 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 comic relief in this film is so perfectly done. It doesn't take away from the horror, but it it you know it, it takes you it takes you out just far enough. It pulls you back just far enough to when it hits you again with the horror, it really means something. Like it actually it sticks, which I love that because for some people to use comedy to you know break the tension, and then once that tension is broken, nothing's scary anymore. Nothing nothing gets you. Well, this film it actually does get you because you're like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> like it just makes you like jump for a second. Um, I love that. It's a, definitely a Sam Raimi, you know, trait of his to not pull you too far out of, of oh, I guess, you know, what, what most of his films. And so there's maybe a couple that I don't agree with, but it is what it is. Um, and the ending. I love the ending to this film so fucking much. It's like you said, it didn't take the easy way out, but it, it makes sense. Like it all adds up. And I hate films that try to take, you know, that like that, you know, ooh, look what they did with that ending. But it doesn't add up. It doesn't make any sense. And this one does it perfectly, I think. Um, to the very last second, you're like, holy shit, you know, this is fucking amazing. I'll, you know, uh, I'm glad they brought this back. I'm glad they made, you know, made all that stuff they told us before. It all adds up and makes sense at the end because, like I said, if it didn't, it would really diminish this film for me a lot. Um, but yeah, fucking Justin Long, honestly, he's not really in this film a lot, but his, his character really does add. It's funny because you think that, like, you know, he's – he needs to be in something a long time to really make the impact. But his character is like the catalyst kind of to like almost like takes her through the film, the main character through the film. And even to the very last, you know, frame, like that very last scene, like the, it's, it's, it's gut wrenching. Like, I'm just like, Holy shit, man. I can't even imagine what he's, what he's thinking in that last scene. Of course, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Cause it's just fucking awesome. But it's, <laughs> it, it really is like, it really tugs at those heartstrings and, you know, makes you, makes you really think about it. But, 
uh, I just, I love this film a lot. And it just, it's, like I said, it's a very fun watch. Uh, doesn't, like you said, the downtimes, I think the downtimes kind of add to it because it kind of, it fleshes the story out a little more. Um, and really horror films nowadays, unless they're going to be just a straight up slasher, the story's kind of like lacking a little bit, but this one really kind of brings it together. It kind of makes you think of, okay, what was, what if I was in that position? What if I was in her position? Well, how would I act? What would I do? How would I try to counteract all this shit? And I think the downtime to really add to the storyline and kind of give you more of a picture of who she is and how, how she's trying to get out of the situation. So I don't know. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's my take on the film, but yeah, I just, if you haven't seen it before, it's, it's a very fun watch. Don't listen to Kevin. Fuck that guy. Yeah. That guy sucks. About <laughs> that guy blows. <laughs> but, um, anyway. Okay. All right. Um, I guess we'll just keep moving on because we got uh, our top three coming up. And I think uh, I'm still trying to guess your top three right now. So it's um, could be anything. So. Yeah, I got to keep running my toes. That's right, dude. That's right. Here we go. Number three. Number three. You did something in the woods to this to you? No, it was the woods themselves. They're alive. Call me Darkman. You know who I am. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. The worst thing, the worst crime I think that filmmakers can make is uh, to make a boring picture. If it's boring, then it's all over. To maybe ruffle the feathers of some horror fans. Um, Man, you just can't stop, can you? Yeah, I know, man. This is a rough one for me. I've got Spider-Man from 2002. (laughs) So that's what you asked. (laughs) Yeah, now, obviously Wes and I kind of had this big... Okay, I guess it's not that big, but <laughs> we just kind of had. Should we include non horror? Because this is, it's called it's a horror podcast. You know, we could we should definitely lean it more towards horror. But we kind of want you guys to just know about us more so than just through a horror lens. You know, like we we want you guys to kind of be in on what we're about and what we enjoy. And and if we're gonna talk about Sam Raimi, I think it's kind of important to talk about his non horror kind of entries as well. So. Um, Spider-Man, I, I was eight years old when this movie came out. It was my shit. I lived and breathed this movie so much, man. I remember going over to my friend's house for like, uh, slumber parties and I always would bring this one. It's, it's just one of those movies that's so nostalgic to me. And I, honestly, that might, that might be why I think it's so good. Um, I haven't seen it in a couple years, but like, it's just one of those movies that's such a comfort movie to me. Whenever I think about, it. I think of all the scenes, I, I can think about everything. Uh, to me, Tobey Maguire is one of the best Spider-Man. Now don't again don't don't at me at that. I uh, have not seen no, no at him at him fucking at his ass. <laughs> I have not seen the Tom Holland Spider Man's, and I'm not opposed to it. I just haven't gotten around to it, so I can't really definitively say that Tobey Maguire is the penultimate Spider Man. So, but to me right now he is uh, with all of his benefactors and detractors. So yeah, Spider Man. Spider-Man. I, I mean, I guess there's a couple horror moments in this, too. Like, the Green Goblin, he's scary as fuck. Like, when Willem Dafoe is in that that chamber. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, yep. a flashback to him, like, fucking season in that bitch. That, that's that's mm-hmm. some scary stuff. Now, again, I don't know if I would find that scary now, but, like, just looking back and he, Willem Dafoe... I, I'm low-key still kind of scared of Willem Dafoe, and I don't know if that's because of this movie or not, but... Dude, he's a freaky looking dude, and he's a freaking guy too. So, it's, yeah, I understand that completely. So, 
Yeah, so, so I don't. It's just he's so, so got his eyes and his nose and his mouth are just so goddamn intense. Like, I feel like he's either gonna pierce me with his eyes or his nose or his teeth. I can't tell what he's gonna do. <laughs> he's gonna consume it with his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I, I can't. I can't argue with this pig. Honestly, like it's. Uh, I just showed it to my kids the other day for the first time, and they loved it. Oh yeah. Um, I remember seeing this in the theater back when it first came out. And like you said, that scene where you know, the flashback scene, dude, that got me. I jumped out of Did my chair, it? man. I was, oh, hell yeah, <laughs> Fuck dude. Yeah. Hey. I was like, uh, so if you were if you were eight, I was like, what, like 75? Yeah. I was like, I was wrong. My bad. But uh, yeah, I remember, I think, it was, I think it was in high school, I think, when it came out, or middle school, maybe, something like that. I don't know, but I was a little older. But uh, yeah, definitely Tobey Maguire is one of my favorite Spider-Man. I've seen all of the Spider-Man films. Andrew Garfield can go suck a bag of dicks because he's horrible at it. But <laughs> Tom, Tom, yeah, Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire, two of the best ones out there, hands down. So you really need to go. You should go see all the Tom Holland ones. They're all amazing. I love them. Yeah, you do that. Um, he plays a great, you know, Peter Parker and great Spider Man. And I, I really love the way Marvel's doing the whole, you know, bringing other characters into each other's films. I love the, the whole continuity of it. It's just, it's great. So if anybody hasn't gone seen all the, the Marvel films. Go check them out because they're fantastic. So like, all of them, honestly. Um, yeah, I can't uh, argue with this pick. I really, I'm glad you added it. Um, I may have added it later on. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Mm, um, interesting. I won't say anything. But I had, I had to add the Spider-Man thing into the transition because it's like I said, like you, you can't think of Sam Raimi and not think of Spider-Man. It's just impossible. So I had to add it in there. So right. Um, well, moving on here. Uh, my number three is probably not one that's. I mean, and people people love this film a lot, and I understand completely why. And it falls right in the middle of my pack, uh, just because of that reason. Uh, it's the Evil Dead remake. So Ooh, okay. Yes, um, I have a feeling this is going to be higher on your list, but we'll, we'll, we'll see for later on. <laughs> later. Um, this film is just brutal as fuck. It's just. I, Every time I think about watching this film, I get kind of get kind of queasy, you know, get a little bit, you know, a little stomach ache, you know. I'm like, oh god, it's you know, it's just so much shit happens in this film. Um, I just, I, I just list the, the scenes. I won't tell you what happens. But let's just say there's a needle that goes into someone's face somewhere that really unnerves me. Yeah, that's there's brutal. A box, oh god, there's a box cutter to the tongue. There's an electric knife scene that just wow, holy fuck. I, Oh God! Uh, there's a nail gun, and then there's a arm ripping off, like literally ripping off someone's body, and just it's and it's very well done too. But it still has like that Sam Raimi kind of feel because, of course, he produced this film, so he had to have his hand in there somewhere. But it's it's just a really well made remake, honestly, and really well really well made film. And uh, the storyline is not hokey at all. It kind of it, it you know it sets, it sets the scene. Um, it, it brings the whole, you know, Necronomicon, the whole, you know, uh, deadite demons in the woods, you know, you know, we want to eat your soul, brings it all back into, you know, fruition to where you're like, wow, this is fucking awesome. Let me go back and watch the original. If I haven't seen it before that way, I kind of know where they're coming from. And that's, it's a great way to take people back to the original. Um, a lot of remakes kind of either make you sour to the entire thing or it takes you back. And this one definitely takes you back. And that's fantastic. I love the way that it ties back into the original. And that's just, it makes me happy, honestly. Um, the, like I said, the mythos of the story stays intact. 
which is so important, I think, because like they could totally have rewritten it and made it different and whatever. But I love the way it stays intact and it just kind of flows the entire movie. It really amps it up too, like you said, with a lot of you talk about this a lot about remakes or sequels. They want to amp it up, and they boy, they fucking amp the shit out of the blood, the, oh, yeah. the gore, the oh man, it's just it's intense. I love how intense it is. Um, something that really people may not pay attention to either, but like these people, all right, just the premise of the movie is is that they're, the group of friends is taking uh, their friend out to this cabin to kind of you know get her detoxified from drugs, and they go into the cabin and then the lock's broken. Looks like someone's been in there. Looks like shit's been going on, but the cabin is just so disgusting. Like it's just, there's dirt and leaves and branches and fucking just gross shit everywhere. I'm like, why would you stay in a cabin like that? That's so disgusting. You know, it's such a simple thing, but it adds to the film so well. It makes you, it makes you feel dirty the entire film and it makes, it gives you that little feeling. And I don't know, just this whole movie to me, just, it stands out as one of the, better more recent horror films if you haven't seen this film it, it will definitely rekindle your love for horror going you know in just like the recent like the past 10 to 12 15 years and just does it so so well um like i guess it doesn't shit on the original at all which i love that so props to to you guys for for making that happen I forget, who, who directed this film um fede alvarez uh, yes, he, he did a great job with this oh obviously. yeah i, I love him he, and I'm sure he had a lot of, you know, help from, from Raimi as well, which I'm sure I guarantee you, he looked at him and said, all right, dude, you know, please don't, you know, let me, let me take this too far off the rails. And he's like, dude, you're doing a great job because <laughs> dude fucking nailed it. So uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to come up on your list. So I'm not going to say anything more about it. So we'll just leave it at that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's still a very, very well-made sequel, uh, sequel remake or just standalone film as itself. So. Fucking a, go watch this shit. So yeah, definitely. All right, man. All right. Top two. Here we Get go. Anxious here. Anxious. Anxious. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Number two. You did something in the woods to this to you? No, it was the woods themselves. They're alive. Call me Darkman. You know who I am. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. The worst thing, the worst crime I think that filmmakers can make is uh, to make a boring picture. If it's boring, then it's all over. It's all over, man. It's all over. All over from here. Uh, number two, I've got Intruder. Ooh, all right. 1989. Now, I love the tagline for this. It's like, welcome to the Walnut Lake Market, where even the heads are half off. I think that's really funny. Oh, um, that's hilarious, man. Fuck, dude, it's a slasher movie in a supermarket. You know, like, who'd have, who who thinks of these things? I love it. I love it. And, and, and didn't you just do this on another podcast? Yes. Tell us about that. Yes. If you want to hear my complete, pretty honestly, like as complete as it gets opinions, um, I went on a, a another podcast, The Dolls of Horror, and we kind of discussed the entirety of the movie and in, in, in depth. And we had a lot of fun. It was a really good time. Uh, you can obviously tell my love for it in if you listen to that podcast. So yeah, give them a, a, a listen if you want to hear more about it, but, uh, intruder, man, this one, Oh my God, it's so good. Like it has some of the most brutal kills. I think I've seen, um, you have like a guy getting his face crushed by a box crusher. You've got a dude getting his face sawed in half by a table saw. 
Uh, dude, it's just these. Some of these are so brutal. It, it's fucking great. Bruce Campbell gets uh, top billing, and he's only in it for like literally the last ten seconds. So, <laughs> you, if you're going into this one expecting Bruce Campbell, then you'll be uh, pretty upset. But yeah, it's uh, Sam Raimi actually produced this one. He acted in it in as well. He was actually kind of one of the the main not main characters, but he lasted for a while, and he has a pretty gruesome death. Uh, kind of a la. Pam from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he gets uh, hooked, but his is right in the mm. face. So uh, Yeah, that's a brutal kill, dude. God. Yeah, and Sam Raimi's younger brother, Ted Raimi, was also in this as well, and he too dies. Spoiler alert. So if you if you kind of really like the Raimi brothers and um, Scott Spiegel, who I believe either wrote or directed this film, he they all go hand in hand. They're all really close to each other. The... Danny Hicks, who plays the manager of the supermarket, he is absolute brilliance. I always thought that he should be a horror icon in a, of itself. Anyone who's seen that, the movie would definitely, I feel like, um, agree with me. So, yeah, man, it's just I have a lot to say about this one. Um, I've written a review about it. If you want to check that out, go to Slashing Captain. Look at the hashtag Slashing Captain reviews. A little plug there. Um, yeah, just a fucking great 80s slasher, in my opinion. You can't really go wrong. I completely agree. Now, I, I put this one off for a long time when you told me to go watch it, and I watched it one time and was like, eh. I watched it again recently, and I really, really enjoyed it. Fuck like, yeah, dude. It's, yeah, yeah, I was really on, on board with it and had some great kills. It's just very unique. Um, it had a good flow to it. Uh, slasher films, to me, flow means a lot. If, it, if it's if it's kind of choppy, it loses me. This one had a great flow throughout the entire film, and like, you know, even to the very end, it kind of just lends itself to you know it, it it's not outlandish. Like it actually could happen, which is fantastic. So I love the fact of that. So yeah, I can't. I agree with everything you just said, dude. It's just one of the greatest uh, ever. I didn't. I'll just say I didn't put it on my list. Um, just oh. for the fact it was, yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't directed oh. by a moment. I wanted to keep this oh one purely. But 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 like I said, I love it so. Don't think I don't, I don't enjoy it. I just want to keep it. If, if my list consists of, I want to keep it as director as I can, unless I don't, unless I just yeah. can't. Yeah, no, but, I got you. So, it, it, we'll call it a fifth alternate. There you go. Perfectly. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Fifth alternate. I'll, I'll top number five with Army <laughs> Darkness. Let's put it that way. So, yeah, it's, like I said, it's, it's go watch it. Really, I, I would recommend this film to any any slasher fan or just horror fan in general because it is a good '80s slasher film. Uh, just just great. So I fully agree with you, dude. Definitely. Anything else you want to add before we move on? No, nah, man. I don't think so. I think we're all set. <clears throat> cool. I just want to make sure. I, I always feel bad because I always don't want to cut you off because I want to make sure you get all of your thoughts out. So oh, yeah. I just always make sure. So. I got um, you. My number two may surprise some people now that I've talked about Evil Dead a lot. My number two is the OG Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So my number one is still hanging out there. It could be a bunch of different things. But, uh, I mean, Evil Dead – if you go back to the earlier podcasts, like like Evan said, you know, I, I didn't like the movie. Here's why I didn't like the movie. I actually got it mixed up with Evil Dead 2. To this day, I'll just I'll just take this out of your minds right now. Evil Dead 2 is not my number one. It is not in my, my top 10, not my top 50, not my top 100. I just don't like that film. I just don't. I have tried to watch it a few times. I, I just don't. It just doesn't add up for me. And I know a lot of people will hate me for that, you know, uh, Email me at Kevin at, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, let's just move along from that though, because I, like I said, that movie is just whatever it is. So, Uh, but OG evil dead. Uh, I, I, I saw it again, really loved it. 
I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the most classic films of all time. And I just want to say too, you know, you putting it so low on your list, I think there's someone out there that might have a big problem with that. Uh, some guy we may have met somewhere. Oh yeah, down, he would. He'd kill me. South. I mean, some guy that's you know, I don't know. He's he's kind of an odd creature. But I love him to death though. I think he's sexy as fuck. An odd uh, creature. Whopper, little whopper horror. Um, yeah, whopper. Uh, slide into Kevin's DMs and uh, you know let him have it. You know, in a good way. Maybe even a bad way. Maybe. Uh, I love it. fucking with that. I love fucking with that guy. Those here. She's the best. <clears throat> yeah, brain's awesome. Anyway. Um, anyway, moving on from oh, this in the branding, you know, it's a branding podcast. So. <laughs> um, I just love the way this movie goes. Like it starts off so innocent, you know, a bunch of kids going to a cabin, going to chill out and fucking just, you know, have sex and do you know, drugs, whatever. And then a fucking Satan just shows up. You know, it's fucking awesome. Literally. Um, literally. I mean, the progression of all the characters in this film, and the, the, I call them the arcs. You know, the arcs are, are just so, I don't call them that, that's what they are. But like, they're just so funny to see, you know, Ash starts off in this film and where he ends up is so epic. And uh, even even when the characters turn into deadites, like they're still, they're still like acting really like just perfectly. I love it. Like, does the deadites are even acting perfectly the way they should? And Usually when someone's turned into a demon or a zombie or whatever, they kind of get all stupid. And it's just, oh, well, that person's gone. No, even these fucking demons are hilarious. They're, you know, acted decently, you know. Like I said, no, it's not the best acting in the world. But for what they have, it's actually you, you want to see them on screen. You want to see what they're going to say, what they're going to do. And that, to me, says a lot about a film. You can take a, you know, a demon or a zombie and make it interesting. That's fucking cool as shit. Um Gore is so over the top. It's awesome. I love it. Like just spraying out of the the fucking basement. I mean, it's just, it's just great. Uh, it's 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 funny. It's serious. It's scary. It's well done. I mean, it could not have been. You know, I, I want to put it number one, but there's just another film that I just I love more. And just it's, it's, it's almost kind of sad because <laughs> you know, Evil Dead is one of those films where I hated it for so long, and I just want to give it as much love as I can. But I just, I just, I, I can't, I can't do it. But, but like I said, I do love this film a lot. I, I've watched it probably three or four times in the past like month. So just to say that, that says a lot about me. So, um, but fucking Bruce Campbell, man, daddy, hit me up, brother. <laughs> Jesus. I, I got to yell up in that beard, man. I'm telling you what, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Anyway, um, let's move on before I choose my pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Spray the walls. <laughs> um but like I said, it, Brandon, hit me up, brother. We'll talk about Evil Dead anytime. I just I fucking love to talk about this movie. So yeah, just hit me up. But we'll we'll be at a hotel and we'll talk about Evil Dead for a couple minutes, and then we'll get down to business. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> anything to say about that? No, <laughs> no, we'll uh, we'll move on. <laughs> Here we are, number one. I I'm pretty sure I know what you have, but you know what? I'm just gonna let you tell it because I don't even. I want to guess right now because I'm too tired and need my pill and my pudding cup. So here we go. <laughs> Number one. You did something in the woods do this to you? No, it was the woods themselves. They're alive. Calling Dark Man. You know who I am. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. The worst thing, the worst crime I think that filmmakers can make is uh, to make a boring picture. If it's boring, then it's all over. To no surprise to you or anybody else that knows me, I've got the Evil Dead 2013. 
There you go. That's what I yes. No. That's what I figured. But I was like, I don't know. I was trying to hold off some reservations, but yeah, I figured out. No, every time I watch this movie, man, it just gets better and better. I I went and saw this one in theaters when it came out, and I was absolutely enamored with it because you. It has a perfect blend of kind of Raimi isms in terms of the cinematography, but this film is just beautiful, man, and it just has so many things going for it. The acting's great. the The gore is I. I could probably feel comfortable saying that's the best I've seen in a movie to date. Um, just, just a lot of extreme body kind of mutilations that happen. And mm. so if that's your thing, then definitely check this one out. But, oh, fuck, man, what's not to love? You got Jane Levy as uh, Mia, who, honestly, who would ever think that someone could step into an Evil Dead movie as the lead and not have everybody hate you because you're not Bruce Campbell, you know, but true. Holy true. shit, man. She really made a name for herself with this movie. And I think that people are still really chiming for a remake and I don't, or not a remake, but like kind of like a sequel to that sequel. Yeah. yeah. Cause they want her to team up with Ash. And I mean, that would be a, that would be a hell of a thing to see, but I mean, this movie's about seven years old now. So I kind every year that passes, I don't think that it will happen. Um, yeah. but you know, time will tell crazier things have happened. But yeah, yeah, it's the thing is I could just go on about this movie forever, just like Intruder. You know, I, it's just it's so good, man. It's one of my favorite modern horror movies. I can't say anything really bad about it, honestly. You know, it touches on like the death of a parent. It touches on drug addiction. It, it, it you know, kind of real, real shit that it touches on. And um, yeah, mix that with being possessed by demons and they make you piss your pants and you know, and mm-hmm. stab people in the eye with needles and, oh, oh man, all kinds God. of shit. Brutal, dude. Fucking yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Oof. And honestly, it yeah, really and that's the cringe. thing. I, I feel like I say that every week, too. If you, you can tell I love a movie because I don't have a lot to say about it, you know? I, when, I, I tend to voice kind of my displeasure with more often than, you know, things I do like, so. Yeah, yeah man. Evil oh, yeah. Dead, uh, 2013. It's a good time. Yeah, really. Like I said before, it's just one of those films that's just so well made, and it just, like I said, it doesn't shit on the original at all, and the original stays intact, and it and it just builds off of that. And I, I kind of would like to see like a how they would tie it in, but maybe if like it was like Ash was like her dad or something. Oh, that'd be sick. And like, well, yeah. there's um at the end of the credits of the movie, there's yes. she's like walking along the road, and a guy picks her up, and it, it's not Bruce Campbell. Like you can see, it's just an old dude. It's like, why would they not make that Bruce Campbell? Why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because well, uh, the, like, the like the very, very, very end scene, like the post credit scene where it shows Ash and he goes groovy and you know. Like, oh wait, it does it really? You didn't know that? No. Dude, what the fuck, man? Go watch that tonight, dude. They, like fast forward through all the credits and it shows Bruce Campbell at the end. Oh shit! Yeah, I'll check that out. I mean, it's, it's very simple, but it's still fucking awesome because it ends the movie off perfectly. But yeah, yeah I, I thought you knew that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ruin that for you. I no, yeah, you no, that. that's cool. Cool, cool. But yeah, like I said, it's one of those films I just, it's so fucked up, but it's so fantastic. So yeah, I'm with you man. It's its a good, it's, it's a solid number one pick. Very solid. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so what do you think my number one film is? I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious to see what you think, you know what it is. I think that we have listed most of his horror movies. I know he's produced 30 Days of du- of Night. Um. It, it, if it's not that, it's either Darkman or Spider-Man, I bet. Well, let's just say that I I remember growing up with this film. Um, I'll tell you what it is first. I'll go into it. It's Darkman. Oh, shit. Okay. It's, I, okay. Growing up, 
in, in middle school, I guess it was middle school at the time. I saw the preview for this film and I was like, holy shit, that looks fucking amazing. I got I to check that out. And my, I, <laughs> I actually taught, okay, my mom is very, very, very conservative Christian. And she really would watch what she let me watch on TV, movies, you know, go in people's houses, you know, whatever. She's very strict about that. But somehow I talked her into running this movie probably like 35 times when I was in, in school, like having people over and stuff. And we would watch it. And it's it's gory, it's graphic, it's fucked up, and it's amazing. And I every day, every time I watch it, I'm like, I fucking tricked my mom so many fucking times to let see this damn movie. I love it. Um, but and it was funny because, you know, I'd have friends over. We go back to school like on Monday, and all we would just talk about Darkman. We would just talk. It would just, it would just be like this, this growing discussion, you know, throughout the entire day of, you know, what was your favorite scene, and you know, you know, with that scene right here. The, oh, what he did right there, it's fucking amazing, you know. And then the, all the prosthetics and you know the masks and shit and stuff. Liam Neeson is a fucking gem in this movie. I fucking love him to death. He plays the character so well. He is he is just Darkman tool in a time. Like there's no other character that he plays that I love more than Darkman. Um, it's it's such a '90s film too. Of course, it's 1990s, right there on the cusp of you know the '80s and '90s. But it is such a quintessential '90s film. The way they film it, the, the, the way that the camera angles are, the, the lighting kind of pulls in the whole Evil Dead, um, you know, like you know, like it zooms kind of from the bottom up, you know, and it gives like that you know, a shadowy figure from the bottom uh, look. A lot of things. There's a lot of zoom goes on. Um, very intricate like kill scenes. It's just the, the film is so brilliant. Um, if you haven't seen this film, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's so fucking amazing. Have you seen it, Kevin? I have. I actually had only seen it once, believe it or not. Oh, God. It's just – it's just. I've seen it probably a hundred times, honestly. It's just so fucking fantastic in my opinion. I won't give away too much of the film because like, I, I want you to go watch it if you haven't seen it because it is amazing. But – just the way that it's the arcs, to all the characters, the the storyline is very believable. Uh, of course, you know maybe. Well, I mean, it, it kind of is. Like if you kind of watch it, it really is believable. Like I actually could see something like this. It's a lot landish on some parts, but mostly this could actually happen to someone. So that's why I love is if you take a film that's kind of outlandish, but you, you kind of bring it back into reality, and in any aspect, it you've, you've won me over honestly because it's fantastic. Um, Ted Raimi's in this. He has one of the best deaths ever. Um, it's, it's it's fucking crazy looking, but it's just it's amazing. Um, yeah, this movie. I guess uh, I kind of get flustered too talking about this film because there's so much I want to talk about, but I don't want to give anything away. But I get, I get kind of quiet because I just it's just so amazing. I just fucking love. It. I can't remember seeing this saying that over and over again, but it really is. So I'm gonna leave it at that and let you guys go check it out if you haven't seen it. If you have seen it, go watch it again a million times. Let your kids watch it. Let your grandma watch it. Let your dog watch it. Let everyone watch it because it's fucking awesome. Um, I guess that's the top five right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the end. <laughs> it's like we were expecting I mean, to keep going. It's like, wait a minute. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah but, I mean, uh, very solid picks from both sides. I think we've uh, – Sam Raimi, like I've talked about, the very first of the, of, the, of the podcast, he's just – he does great work. Um, one of those directors where you just look at him and go, damn, dude, what, can you go wrong? Seriously? I mean, I know Kevin thinks Army Darkness is shitty, but you know, <laughs> oh, get out of here. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that till later, later time. But, um, but anyway, no, uh, there is one movie I, w- I want to talk about on honorable mentions. Is there anything you want to talk about before I get into the mind? Um, no, I think I've, I I really covered all all the films that I do enjoy. Uh, I'm glad you had Darkman on your list because I, I thought we should have probably talked about that one. Um, yeah, I watched it once, and I mean, Liam Neeson's one of the biggest badasses of all time, so. 
But yeah, man, other than him, I don't really remember too much from it. I need, I really need to rewatch it. Seriously, dude, it is, it's fantastic. Like it's just, it's, it's one of those films where it's so intricate. So many things happen, but it doesn't, it doesn't make you like lose sight of what the film is about, which that's hard to do in my opinion. So yeah, definitely go give it a rewatch, man. And and let me know what you think about it on a, on a, you know, third or fourth watch. So yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, there's one movie I want to talk about that I watched that I was hoping I could add to my list, but it just didn't do good enough. Uh, the Gift. Have you seen The Gift? I have not. Now, there was – because there was a gift – a movie called The Gift recently. Right. I think it was right, like 2015 or something with Joel Edgerton. Yes. But this one's from 2000, which I have not seen. Yes. It was – it's an all-star cast. I mean it has a ton of people in it. Um, let me let me just pull up a fact I want to see – who all was in it? Because it's like I said, it was one of those where I was like, "Damn, it's, it's going to be good. Like it's going to be fantastic." But I don't know. I just didn't, just didn't do. It, it was all okay. So Kate, Kate Blanchett is uh, leads it. Uh, you have uh, Katie Holmes, uh, Giovanni Ribisi, Keanu Reeves, Greg Kinnear, uh, Hilary Swank. Uh, I mean, just uh, J.K. Simmons. I mean, it's just chock full of people, like amazing Damn. actors. Yeah, and it was a great film. Don't get me wrong. It was just it was a great film. But in my notes, I actually wrote. Uh, I'll read you what I wrote. I said, "Feels like a Stephen King movie with less horror and more Hallmark editing." So, oh man, um, yeah. So it, it it was a very very good film. It just it was it just felt very Hallmarky, uh, very you know movie of the week type thing. But it was like I said, it was very well acted. It looks really good. Has a you know kind of trying to figure out what's going on or who who done it type thing. I, you know I love who done it. So it, it definitely worth a watch. Definitely definitely worth a watch. Um, it doesn't feel like a Sam Raimi film, um, but then again, I can kind of see where you kind of was wanting to do something a little different. So I, I've given props for that. So um, yeah, it just is what it is. But um, let me tell you, Kate Blanchett, damn, she <laughs> is gorgeous. I mean, that woman is like you know you talk about you know women being hot or being sexy. She's just beautiful. I mean, there's just no other way I can put it with her. She is just one of those actresses we look at her and go, wow. I'm I'm in awe of how beautiful she is. So yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, just phenomenal actress too. So um, I guess if there's nothing else to talk about, I guess uh, we'll, we'll just kind of wrap it up here at the end. Anything you want to add? Uh, da, 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 da. No, man. I'm glad we kind of got to talk about a lot of his films. There were some films that you had that I didn't, and vice versa. So it was nice to kind of you know in- include most of his filmography or whatever. So yeah, yeah, that, yeah. it's good. And I also wanted to say, too, that Spider-Man 3 was one of those films I was really hoping would be really, really good. It just wasn't that great, in my opinion. Yeah, I wasn't a fan uh, of that one either. I loved yeah. one and two. Yes, me too. Exactly. But, like, I, mean, I watched three, you know, it's, it is what it is. But, like I said, I just wish it was with Venom. The, the most recent Venom with Tom Hardy, phenomenal film. They did they did it perfectly. Uh, which wish that would have been a little better on his, you know, his end. But, you know, it's hit or miss. You know, it is what it is. Um but yeah, so Sam Raimi, go fucking watch all of his stuff. He's amazing. We love you, dude. Uh, Bruce Campbell, hit us up. Seriously, man, that beard, mm, good stuff. <laughs> um, uh, let's do some thank yous, um, some shout outs. Of course, got to shout the patrons out. Guys, keeping us going, keeping us going. I swear, I love you, all you guys. Um, we got, we're up to 13 now, which is, I just can't even believe that. It's, that blows my mind. Wow. Yeah, thank um, you, guys. Seriously, thank you. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, I, I, I guess tied to this too. Go and go check out our merch store. We got some amazing shirts in there. We're gonna add one here pretty soon. I mean, by this time it's edited already because <laughs> we're kind of we're, we're in fact, for those you know looking behind the curtain. We're kind of 
we have some of the whole, we have some, some, we call them in the whole shows where we're going to done some before. So we're kind of releasing them as we go along. So these won't line up exactly with what's going on usually in the world or, you know, whatever. Of course, COVID has been going on for fucking 30 years now. So, um, and live around. Never. But yeah, please go. Yeah, no. Go check our merch store out though, and, and go check our shirts out. We had an amazing shirt we just posted a while ago from uh, from Dan. Um, oh gosh, Dan, I'm blanking on your last name at the moment, but uh, wow, I will definitely link you in the uh, in the description of this so they go check it out. But yeah, just a phenomenal shirt with our new, our new logo. It's, it's without us on it, so can, if you if you don't really want to wear our you know faces on your chest, then a good alternative to that. Because uh, you know I'm I'm ugly, but Kevin's kind of pretty, so I guess. No, I think you so. appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome, buddy. Anytime. Um, get some podcast shout outs. Of course, we just talked about the Dolls of Horror, so go please go check them out. Have some phenomenal shows. Uh, I think I may go back on the show again soon to talk about another another uh, another film. So I'll uh, give you guys abreast of that. Scream two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset though. I wouldn't be upset at all. Um, Love in the Dark podcast, you guys are fucking phenomenal, guys. It, every every time I hear your your voices, what you guys are doing on social media, your podcast, just amazing all around, just fucking amazing. Uh, Tennessee horror uh, horror basement, um, beyond the basement, you guys have some like a lot of podcasts going on your uh, on your thing. So phenomenal, guys. Uh, Tennessee Horror News Network, especially letting us piggyback on that, and the Point of Interest uh, Network, especially you guys. Thanks so much for letting us be on that with you guys and, and share us with your, your followers. Uh, one more podcast on Elm street. These guys are cranking them out like fucking bosses, man. Go, go check these guys out, especially those. They're fucking awesome. Um, I guess we'll plug yourselves up. Um, that's what I like to do all the time with Kevin. Um, <laughs> that's nice. Um, you can find us on, on Instagram at it's Horror podcast. Same on Facebook. Fuck Twitter. Fuck and uh, my personal Instagram is Old Man Ghostface, and yours is Slashing Captain. And uh, go to, go check all of his reviews out. Seriously, like I said earlier, hashtag Slashing Captain reviews. He has a ton of them on there. Some great stuff. Uh, just will keep you abreast of all of the amazing movies that are out there, and some that aren't so amazing. So um, some some trash, so to speak. Tra- those trash fans out there got to have some trash in their life. So hell yeah, go check that shit out. Horror Queen, I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's all. Uh, I guess it's time to find out what we're going to do on the next episode. So, Kevin, tell us what director we're going to cover next time. So we figured it's about time we, uh, you know, take on another super heavy hitter. Uh, well, every week's a heavy hitter, but, you know, we're going to do another fan favorite. We're going to hit up Toby Hooper. Hell yeah. I cannot wait to get into this stuff, man. I mean, because we all know his most famous movie, which I'm not going to mention because I'm not going to, you know, taint anyone's view of what else he could be putting out. So we'll just let, let that hang in the air for a moment, let you enjoy that, the scent of Toby Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that about wraps it up. Um, guys, I'll just going to say this one time and, and really hope it sticks. I mean, in this episode, I guess. I'll, I'll continue saying it, but be nice to each other. Be kind to each other. Love each other. You know, we're all in this together. But just support each other in the best way possible. Uh Fuck racism. I'll just I'll just say that out flat out. Fuck it. And uh, we haven't really been very vocal with this before, but and I apologize for that. But seriously, guys, just we gotta love each other and, and support each other in the best way possible. So yeah, when we say uh, hey, when we say fuck Twitter, we should say fuck Twitter and racism. Fuck racism. <laughs> ah, I like that. There's our new one right there, baby. Hell yeah, I love that shit. Fucking a. Yeah. All right. 
Well, I guess that about wraps it up for this episode. Glad you guys joined us. And uh, until next time, my name is Wes. I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next time. See you. I won't.